science fans, it's Mrs. Corbett here, and I'm going to teach my husband some GCSE science. And I'm the husband. Hello, husband. Hello. How are you doing? I'm all right. Um, who is your favourite superhero? Oh, that's a question. You need to prepare me for things like this. Why? Well, because I need to, you know how I feel about like favorites. Okay, I'm going to go. Who's your favorite MCU? I really even so. There's so no, many. No, 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 no. Pick one. Um, my favorite. Well, my favorite superhero of all time is Superman because he's got super in his title. He's quite clearly the best superhero. Incorruptible, which I think is quite important. His outfit sucks, though, isn't it? Oh, that's an angry face. Take that out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but look at Iron Man. Iron Man is not a superhero. Iron Man is a billionaire. Oh, yeah, good point. Well, <laughs> um, Ant-Man's got a good costume. See, Ant-Man's awesome. No, sorry. Paul Rudd is awesome. <laughs> yeah, this is Ant-Man, the Ant-Man, Ant-Man, less so. Um, I'm also a big Spider-Man fan. Um, original Spider-Man. Spider-Man, can. Original Spider-Man, Current Spider-Man, which is the Tom Holland Spider-Man. None of no, yeah, none of the none of the in between Spider-Men's, Spider-Man's, like Spider-Man's. Andy Garfield's fine. Even Toby McGuire was fine. We've gone What's happened? But I found the story. Spider-Man is meant to be. Oh my like, god, he's doing the thing where he's doing hand actions. He's about to get <laughs> salt and pepper and explain the offside rule to me. Help! <laughs> Should we talk about something else? Yeah. So I was going to talk about um, human defense systems. Superman. Okay. Um, the end. Yeah, no, um, I just, I I saw defence and it reminded me of, we're the last and the final defence against the worst scum of the universe. Um, It just reminded me of that. Anyway, students need to be able to describe the non-specific defence systems of the human body against pathogens. All right. Talk to me about how we stop pathogens getting into our body. How do we stop pathogens from getting into our body? Um... Let's start with the largest organ in the body, the semi-impenetrable layer that surrounds you. Ah, the bubble. The, s- <laughs> the skin. The skin, yeah. The skin is your first one, so your skin is... Oh, we're talking about involuntary things that we do yeah. to stop... Okay, I thought you meant, like, stay away from people with a cold and stuff. No, no, we've done that. That's right. how you prevent the spread of disease. I'm talking about how you defend against disease. All right, well, there's the skin, obviously. The skin. What happens if you get a break in your skin, though? Like a cut? How do we stop bacteria getting in there? Put a plaster on it. Yeah, but how does your body stop bacteria getting in there? Um, you platelets. You mm-hmm. clot, clot the clot the area. Yeah, and then they make like fibroids, and they make a structure, and they make a scab, and, and they it. they close it. Close oh, it back like up again. a shield. Yeah, that scab like, is literally a shield for like you. Captain America's shield. Like, see the links that I create for the learning. Mm. Jeez, Louise. Right, talk to me about your nose. My nose, in particular, or just noses in general. What's your favourite nose? Top 10 noses, go. Ooh, that one's... <laughs> Julia Roberts has got a good nose. Has she? I don't know. <laughs> I was going to go for the one that had it knocked off in the Aladdin bit when they go past. Anyway, um, tell, talk to me about noses and defence systems. Hairs. Hairs. Mm. So they have hairs in your nose. What are they for? Um, they just look good. They they stop... Uh, hmm, that's a good question, actually. Do they? I'm going out on a limb here, Mrs. Corbett. Do they like hold onto like bogeys and snots and stuff? 
which stops stuff going up, you know, stops bacteria going up your yeah, nose. Yeah, so you've got hairs, visible hairs that we can see. Up Mucus your nose. is the word I'm looking for. Yeah, so you've got visible hairs that you can see and they will literally like trap large particulates, mm. including dust and dirt, um, which is why if you're like in a really dusty place, your snots will be like gross. Uh-huh. Um, and then you've got, you've got cells that go from your nose all the way down into your trachea, into your windpipe, into your um, bronchi. And you have hairs little tiny microscopic hairs on your cells called cilia cells Mm -hmm. and they any like particulates that get in there they have you have mucus cells goblet Mm. cells that produce mucus and trap so the hairs like waft them what because it's sticky yeah and they trap them because it's sticky and then you cough it up and it goes up and it comes out your nose and your mouth whatever so yes you produce mucus and dried mucus is snot i love biology stuff that's really simple like that it's like sticky yeah. Just like, how does it trap it? What chemical reaction occurs to stop mm. it, for to, to trap it? It's just sticky. Yeah, and that, that's why smoking is so bad and why people that smoke cough because they paralyze these cilia cells and they can't waft any of the particulates away. Oh. Um, and that paralyzation of the cilia cells means that they've got loads of mucus, but they've got no way of wafting or moving it. So you've got to physically do it yourself. Oh, I see. Interesting fact though, these cilia cells, these wafty cilia cells, you only find in one other place in the human body. Do you want to hazard a guess where? Hmm. Where might you need to waft stuff? Where might you need to waft stuff? I mean... Tell me if you want a clue. Wafting. <laughs> it's not your intestine, is it? No. You've got villi in your intestine. People get that Similar. confused. Is yeah. it your ear? No. I'll give you a clue. Okay. Female body only. Well, we'll get on to that in a minute. Um, a uterus? Yes. Oh, fallopian Close. tube. Yes. Mm. Why might you need to waft in a fallopian tube? Egg. Egg. Egg down to the uterus. Boom. Well done. Uterus owners only. Okay. Um, uh, what else? Right. So we've got the trachea. We've got the bronchi. Um, other things you don't need to know on the specification, there's enzymes in your tears called lysosomes, which kill a lot of bacteria and stuff, <laughs> which is why when you poke yourself in the eye, you cry. All right. Um, really? Yeah. So your tears are antibacterial? Yeah. That's cool. I didn't know that. That is very cool. Do your tears actually have salt in them? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, you're mostly made of salt. Like, yeah. Um, stomach. How does that prevent you from getting disease? pH. pH. High pH. Acid. Kills the bacteria. We had, we had chatted right. about salmonella just the other day, didn't we? Yeah, not so long ago. Um, so then we move on to, let's say the bacteria breaches, it gets in. We've got a code red here. Mm-hmm. What kicks in? White blood cells. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, your immune system. You need to use the words immune, immune system. system. So you trigger an immune response, immune system. which is a defense against disease system. Hang when on, it- hang on, hang on. Sorry, Mrs. Corbett, to interrupt you. Um, this seems like an important phrase to know. Um, immune response. You, you can't say your immune system kicks in or no, you, immune to, triggers you, an you immune, trigger a, an, an, an immune, immune response. response. Okay. Okay. So you said the exact right thing. White blood cells um, are the last line of defense against the worst scum of the universe. <laughs> slash your body. So white blood cells defend against pathogens by doing three things. Okay. Uh-huh. So one thing they do and I love this. Imagine they are Pac-Mans that are hungry. They literally go, hello, and they eat them. That is called phagocytosis. 
phagocytosis. Yeah, PH phagocytosis. Well, Pac-Man's in biology, isn't there? Well, there is in my brain. <laughs> um, so phagocytosis. So if a white blood cell can eat it, it will. And phagocytes do that. Phagocytosis, phagocytes. I don't understand what phagocytosis is still. It's engulfing a pathogen. I've got, I'm holding so, up a mint. So is, I'm showing Mr. Corbett the mint. And then with my other hand, I'm pretending to be a white yeah. blood cell. And I'm going... So is the white blood cell eating the pathogen? Is that process yes. called phagocytosis? Yeah. Right, gotcha. Okay. And the, the pathogen doing it is called a phagocyte. You don't need to know that name. Just I like the extra learning. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that they can produce... Now, you've got two other types of white blood cells. You've got a memory cell uh, that goes, I know this one. I'll get the big guns. Yep. Okay, yep. so he's the one that goes, I know what that is, I can fight that. Yep. Um, if they don't know what it is, they try all of the things and work out how to kill it. And there's two other ways to kill it. If it is a bacteria, the white blood cell can produce antitoxins. Hang on. Your memory cell, mm-hmm. is that a white blood cell? Mm-hmm. Like the, the, like it's the, called a lymphocyte B cell, yeah. Like, kind of like the queen white blood cell. No, it's the librarian blood cell. But you know, it's like the boss. <laughs> It's the librarian blood cell. Just, no, like, just has the information that you need. Excuse me, sir. I've got the right things for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, so they would produce antitoxins. The killer T cells do this. The T lymphocyte T cells do this. Right. So, um, you, so your, memory white, your memory cell, your memory white blood cell sees the bacteria. And you go, don't need to know this. You just need to know there are white blood cells. Some eat them, phagocytosis. Uh-huh. Some produce antitoxins. Uh-huh. And some produce... Killer T cells produce antitoxins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some produce... Anti... Viral. Come on, you know this word. They produce anti... Histamine. No. No, that's wrong. Anti... Well, hang on. People that have already had coronavirus can carry Gins. the... Antigens. Nope. Anti... Mrs. Corbett is just nodding at me furiously. Oh my God, I can't believe you haven't said it. Antibodies? Oh, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, antibodies. So your average virus will be covered in antigens, okay? okay. And an antigen is like a marker. So coronavirus looks like the truffle yep. type thing. Um, they will have specific markers on them. And some white blood cells will go, right, I know those. Mm-hmm. And they will produce an antigen that fits perfectly over the top of it, clumps it all together, and then the phagocyte comes along. Gotcha. Eats him. Paralyzes it, eats him. Done. Okay. Okay. So some of your white, we've got memory white blood cells. No, 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 stop naming them. Just white blood cells. White blood cells. Okay. Antitoxins. Yep. Antibodies. Yep. Phagocytosis. Yep. Okay. Yeah, good. So essentially white blood cells are going to be neutralizing any of the toxins that bacteria leave. They're going to be clumping up viruses um, on their antigens with antibodies. And then the phagocytes are going to come in and eat everything. Okay. And they produce pus. Okay. You don't need to know that, but that's what they produce. Um, so that that's it. That's the three ways. That's the three ways they do that. Um, um, another way we can prevent disease mm-hmm. outside the body, but it triggers the immune response, is a vaccination. Okay. Do you know much about vaccinations? I was just about to say, do you know what? I don't know much about that. About, about, the, 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 I really can't do sentences today. <laughs> it's not good for a podcast. Um, um, so vaccinations will basically... Um, they will introduce a small live or dead part of a pathogen into your body. Okay. So we've had the coronavirus one. Um, that was a bit of an mRNA. So it's a little bit of the pathogen mm. gets injected into your body. And then your white blood cells will work out how to produce the antibodies to kill it. So they'll go, right, that's the antibodies. Clump it all together. Phagocytosis. Like target practice. Target practice. And then the next time you get it, mm. 
mm. they go, why not? I know how I to know do that. that one. Did one the yeah. other day. So think about chicken pox. Everyone had chicken pox when they were younger. Most people did. The first time you have it, it takes about two weeks for you to get over it. Yeah. The second time you have it, you probably won't even know you've had it because in that two weeks, you were learning how to make antibodies. And then, so that was called your primary response, took a long time. The next time you come into contact with chicken pox, that's called a secondary response, much quicker. You make the antibodies straight away, you're in there, you probably don't even know you've got it. Why hasn't chicken pox become um, resistant to, oh, I suppose because everyone gets it. Yeah. Because we haven't created something to stop us getting it at all. Yeah. Because it's not deadly, right? So now. during coronavirus outbreak, everyone was talking about we need to get herd immunity, herd immunity, herd immunity. You get herd immunity if a large enough proportion of the population are immune to a disease. Uh-huh. The only way we have ever done that as a community, as a society, is by vaccinating on a large scale. Yeah. So a lot of people like that are vulnerable don't need to be vaccinated against measles if they're immunocompromised because the majority of the population is. Nobody has had smallpox since the 1970s because they vaccinated the country with against smallpox. The last person to contract smallpox contracted it 30 years after everyone else because they broke a vial of it in the floor below her. Oh. And that's how she died. She wasn't vaccinated because we had herd immunity. Sure. So there was no need. So vaccinations trigger the immune response so that when we, when we come into contact with that virus, our body already knows how to defend itself. Sorry, I'm confused now a little bit. Yeah. So we vaccinated everyone against smallpox, mm-hmm. but we don't vaccinate against smallpox anymore. No. Oh, I see. So smallpox just doesn't exist anymore because no, no one, no, we, we kind of... We, There's like a few vials of it left at the WHO. We kind of it. bottlenecked it. So no one got it. So then it just doesn't exist because it has to exist within a human being. Or, yeah, so yeah, that's what okay. they were saying with coronavirus. If we stop the contact with people, it'll die. Sure. Um, and, and that's what they were hoping for. Mass immunisation. So, so that whole immunity. herd immunity thing was just people misunderstanding what herd immunity means. Yes. God. I mean, yeah. herd immunity exists. There are people that can't be vaccinated. So w- during the coronavirus outbreak, there still are lots of people that couldn't be vaccinated mm. because they're immune compromised. But you have to get rid of it first. Yeah. And to do that, you, <laughs> you have, have to, to vaccinate, vaccinate everyone. Everyone, right. yeah. That's why diseases like because um, people are not getting, they're choosing not to take on vaccines now. These old school diseases are starting to come back like measles, mumps, rubella, that kind of thing, because they're now having, they're able to pass from person to person because, because if I get it, I'm immune. I'm, I'm, my immune response is going to kick in far before I can pass it on to someone else. But the 5G, Jen. Oh yeah, no, I've got amazing phone signal. So it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's all that matters. Um, and that's it for vaccination. Cool. All right. Well, that's easy. So vaccination. Vaccination. Puts a little bit of the, you said our mRNA. Um, so no, that was specifically the coronavirus oh, okay. one. But, um, it puts a little bit of the pathogen. A small quantity of dead or inactive form of the pathogen to okay. stimulate the white blood cells to start making antigens and, and antibodies. Yeah. Okay, uh, sorry, antitoxins. Yeah. Simple enough. All right, yeah. What's next time then? Next time is the development of drugs. Ooh, cool. All right. Um, breaking Bad. Sure, except the legal version. Breaking Good. I wonder what that is in a minor key, major key. Anyway, see you later. (laughs) Okay, bye.